This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris. And I'm Martin Gabor. It's Tuesday, the 27th of July. In your Sport Today, Titmus reigns supreme in the pool. The NRL farewells a legend. Buddy is banned and a young gun in the NBA draft. This is your Sport Today. Games Monday in Tokyo was all about the showdown in the pool between American legend Katie Ledecky and our very own Ariane Titmus in the women's 400-metre freestyle final. It pitted the Olympic champion and world record holder Ledecky against the world champion and this year's fastest swimmer Titmus. Sometimes these things can be fizzes, but not this one. It lived up to the hype and then some. Titmus surging home to win the gold medal in grand style. How good was that, Gabs? Fez, I reckon the census next month might be a bit too soon, but I reckon the 2026 version will see a huge spike in the name Ariane. (laughs) There is not a single person who wasn't celebrating that. And Fez, Titmus trailed for most of the race, but as you said, powered home in the final 100 metres to beat Ledecky by more than half a second. This is quite the story, Fez. Titmus and her family moved from Tasmania up to Brisbane when she was 14 to get access to better coaching. It's fair to say that move paid off, and to put it in perspective how big the win is, Titmus is now the only person to beat Ledecky in an individual Olympics event. That's probably why Michael Phelps calls Ledecky the greatest. Now, family, friends, and even legend Dawn Fraser cheered Titmus home from Noosa. It was pretty awesome to watch. But what came next was just as good. Yeah, two things stood out for me, Gabs. Uh, the first being the class act of sportsmanship as Titmus and Ledecky left the pool. Ledecky congratulated the Aussie and Titmus praised the American. Jaxie said she has set this amazing standard. And if I didn't have someone like her to chase, I wouldn't be swimming that way. But Gabs, the vision of Titmus's coach celebrating the win is incredible. His name is Dean Boxall and he went off like a frog in a sock. Gabs, I've dead said watched it a hundred times. There's a link in the episode notes so you can all check it out. Have you ever reacted to anything like that? Uh, I don't think I've got the hips to pull off something <laughs> like that. Today's trivia question, Gabs. Before Titmus, who was the last Aussie to win gold in the women's 400-metre freestyle at the Olympics? The answer at the end of today's show. Gabs, those of us who have been watching the Olympics around the clock will know there were, in fact, other events at the Games yesterday. So let's quickly recap them. Yes, we'll stay in the pool for a second, Fez, because Emma McKeon and Australia's 4x100 men's freestyle relay team won bronze. Kyle Chalmers was electric in the last leg to get the Aussies to third in that relay. In surfing, Sally Fitzgibbons is through to the quarterfinals. She joins Owen Wright in the quarters as the last Aussie standing. And Fez, the Rugby Sevens team, they had a mixed day going down to Argentina, but they did smash South Korea in the second match. And if you want to feel old, how about those women's skateboarders? Yeah, Gabs, the winner of the street event, Mamiji Nishia, is just 13. Gabs, I couldn't stand on a skateboard when I was 13. Uh, there was also chaos in the men's triathlon when a boat got in the way of the start. And when the race did start, Aussie Jacob Bertwistle reckons he broke his nose from a kick to the face in the swim leg. Women's water polo team, they're called the Stingers. They came back to beat the Netherlands 15-12. I can't get over how hard they throw the ball in the water there, Gabs. Fez, there's a reason they call them the Stingers. 
Apparently, they can shoot upwards of 80 kilometers an hour, even though they're treading water. That's that's, that's just ridiculous. Yeah, that would sting, Gabs. Uh, it's another big day in Tokyo. The Matildas are in action tonight, so are the Opals. Of course, there's plenty of action in the pool. So for a rundown of all the key events coming up on day four, have a listen to the Tokyo Sprint. That's our quick Olympics news show. You can find it in the Sport Today feed. So check it out. As big as the Olympics are, Gabs, there's a fair bit happening elsewhere. Let's start with Rugby League, where Warriors skipper Roger Tuovasashek has played his last game in the NRL. Yeah, this is a bit of a sad one, Fez. We're talking about one of the best players in the comp, one of the best leaders, someone who had footwork like the great Fred Astaire. Tuovasashek was granted an early release from his contract on Monday to return home to New Zealand before the government pauses its COVID-19 travel bubble for at least the next eight weeks. Tuovasashek will reunite with his wife and two young children before he switches codes to join New Zealand rugby. Now, understandably, Warriors CEO Cameron George was sad to see him go. He said, It's disappointing for everyone that there can't be a better end to a wonderful career, but these are the times we're living in. Our hands are tied. Yep, they're tied, Gabs. Tuovasa Shek made his NRL debut with the Roosters in 2012, won a premiership with them the following season before he joined the Warriors in 2016. He was the first Warriors player to win the Dalian medal in 2018. That's the most prestigious award in the NRL while he also represented the national team in 20 tests. He'll join the Auckland Blues until at least the end of the 2023 season. And just quickly, Fez, it looks like Storm coach Craig Bellamy is staying put. He's expected to announce a new deal today that could keep him at the club for the next five years, although that could include a move to a different role down the track. Bellamy joined the Storm in 2003 and has won three premierships, the most recent coming against Penrith last year, who they just so happened to be playing on Saturday night in a top-of-the-table clash at Suncorp Stadium. In AFL land gabs, Lance Franklin's 1,000th goal looks set to be pushed back by a week after the Sydney Swans star was hit with a one-match ban by the AFL's match review officer. Yeah, we're not going to see him this week because Buddy will miss a match with an early guilty play for striking at Fremantle's Luke Ryan in the head with his elbow. Now, Fez, the MRO said the act was careless and medium impact and has given Franklin the week off to think about what he's done. Franklin can challenge the verdict, but he would risk longer time on the sideline. Now, Fez... He hasn't got the cleanest of records. Franklin has been charged 16 times, missed seven games, and fined $13,750 throughout his career. That's only pocket change for someone like Buddy Gabs. Uh, He's going to miss this Saturday night's match against the Bombers at the Gabba. That's a bit of a blow as he moves closer to that 1,000 career goals mark. Uh, He's currently on 983 goals, and 73 have come against the Bombers, the most he's kicked against any one club. If it keeps going at the rate he's going this season, the Swans will have to make the prelim if Buddy is to get to 1,000 by season's end. Can he do it in 2021, Gabs? Call me a glass half empty kind of guy. I'm going to say no, Fez. And that's a good thing because it shows that the Swans are more than just a one-man team. they got plenty of stars up front. So I'm going to say next season for Buddy. I'm backing him in. You would. And finally, Gabs, how about this? Basketball fans will be all over the NBA draft this Friday. And there's an Aussie in the mix looking to become the latest homegrown talent to make it to the States. Fez, there are some good judges over there who think Josh Giddy could be picked in the top 10. The 18-year-old 6'8 point guard is considered one of the best passers in this year's draft, and he's already shown he can handle playing against men. 
Giddy had the chance, but he turned down college offers to play with the Adelaide 36ers in the NBL, where he put up some pretty big numbers last season. He sure did, Gabs. Uh, The Oklahoma City Thunder are one of the teams looking for a point guard, and they only have to look at guys like finals MVP Giannis Antetokounmpo, regular season MVP Nikola Jokic and Luka Doncic, who posted 48 points for Slovenia at the Olympics yesterday, to see what international players can do in the NBA. And we can't forget Aussie Ben Simmons, who was drafted number one a couple of years ago. Time for Catch This, Gabs, the stuff that caught our eye or what's coming up. And Gabs, the Aussie men's cricketers, they're playing in the third one day over there in the Caribbean. It's the decider and we'll bring you the result tomorrow. Fez, we're always talking about new sports that can be brought into the Olympics. I reckon darts has to be there one day. Think of the atmosphere, the big personalities, including Peter Snakebite Wright, who took out the world match play yesterday with an 18-9 win over defending champ Dimitri Vandenberg. Now, Snakebite Wright, he has the loudest hair in the business, but it's party time for the Scott who also won the World Championships last year. Snake bite right, one of the greatest <laughs> names, Gabs. Uh, before we go, Gabs, the answer to today's trivia question, and the answer is Shane Gould. She won the women's 400-metre freestyle in the 1972 Olympics. All right, that's it for us today. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll catch you again tomorrow. Tomorrow.